Hello everyone, Tom Shanklin here. So glad to be with you. You are really looking good today. And uh, I just counted a joy to spend some time with you and share some good news. We have good news for everyone. You know, what Jesus did on the cross and through his resurrection is good news for everyone. Praise God. I don't know where you are, who you are, how old you are, how young you are, what religion you are. God loves you very much. And today I want to talk with you about what's different about Christianity. What is different about Christianity? And we don't want to talk about uh, how uh, we've got all the answers and all the other religions are, are bad and all that sort of thing. No, we love you and God loves you. And, and uh, you know, this idea that we're going to run people down because of their religion, that's, that's not of God. That's not of God. God wants you to know he loves you. Praise God. You know, I used to have a thing about Muslims, for example, you know, until I met one. I found out they're people. Praise God. Muslims are people. Hindus are people. Christians of all different flavors are, are people. We're all people. And God made us. We were made in the image of God. And God has a wonderful plan uh, for each one of us. You know, the Bible said that God so loved the world. That's everyone. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. And that's what it's all about, life. And Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So we want to share today about what's the distinctive characteristic of Christianity? Because we hear so often, oh, there's just uh, any religion, you know, it's okay. They're all kind of the same. It's all about, you know, God and, and uh, you know, there's many paths to God and so forth. Well, is there? Is there many paths to God? Well, what what is the word of God said? here? Here is the word of God. This is God's love letter to you, the Bible, the Holy Bible, the word of God. This is what God has said to mankind to give us a course. This is the truth. Jesus said, your word, Father, is truth. So God, God so loved the world that gave his only son. God is love and God loves you. And he sent you a love letter to tell you the way to know him. Praise God. And I'd like to read today from John's gospel. And it's the 14th chapter. And I think I'll read verses 1 through 6. Jesus is talking to his followers, to his disciples. And he says this, he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. See, there, there's a distinctive characteristic of Christianity. He told them, they, of course, they were Jews. They were from the nation of Israel. They believed in God, okay? But he says, well, you believe in God, now also believe in me. Christians believe in Jesus, the Savior, the Messiah, because you see, throughout this book, he's prophesied. He's prophesied as the coming Messiah to the Jewish people, and he came to save his people from their sins. Praise God. We've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. You may not realize it, but you have sinned. I have sinned. We've all sinned and fallen short of the God of, of the glory of God. It doesn't matter what nation we're from. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. 
But God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So Jesus told his disciples, you believe in God, now believe in me also. In my Father's house are many mansions. See, here, here's another thing. Jesus brought us to the Father God. Amen. He, he gave us the concept and understanding that God is a Father. Amen. He is the Father of humanity, but he is the Father of a family. Amen. And it's the family that comes to him through Jesus. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. So Jesus talked about his Father's house, the place where God the Father is. Now, where is that? Well, when his disciples ask him how to pray, he says, well, pray this way. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father is in heaven. Heaven is a, another place. It's a place you cannot see with your natural eyes. It's a place in the realm of the Spirit where God lives and where Jesus is. And God the Father lives there and he wants you to be there with him when you die. He wants you to be in heaven with him. Paul made the statement. He said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You see, we have a spirit. We have an inner man besides our fleshly man. And of course, this outward part is going to pass away eventually, you know, maybe uh, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 100 years, 120 years. But eventually, this body is going to wear out. But you have an eternal existence and you have an eternal life through Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. Praise God. And so I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter what religion you were raised in or where you're from or where you've been or the troubles you've been through or the sin you've been in. God loves you and wants you to be in his family and to be at home with him in heaven when you leave your body. So Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas, well, I'm Thomas. I'm Tom Shanklin. But this is, this is Thomas the Apostle. He says unto him, Lord, we know not where you go, and how can we know the way? How can we know the way? We don't know about heaven. We don't understand it. We haven't seen that with our physical eyes. And how do we know how to get there? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. So why is Christianity different? Because through Christianity, we can come to the Father. Through Christ, we can come to the Father. Well, Christianity is, of course, it, it, the word was used in the Bible in the, in the church in Antioch. It says in the church in Antioch, they were first called Christians. So we can use many definitions. There are many definitions for Christian. If someone who goes to a Christian church, maybe someone who lives in a, quote, Christian nation or so forth. 
But the word Christian, as it's used in the Bible, really means a follower of Christ. So what's different about being a follower of Christ? Amen. Well, it's the only way to heaven. I, he did not say, I am one of the ways to heaven. He did not say, I am one of the truths. He did not say, I am one of the lives. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That means singular. He's the only way to heaven. Well, that's how Christianity is different because it's the only way to heaven. Amen. And God has made the way. God gave his only son. Amen. And he loves you. He loves you. Doesn't matter what your background is. He loves you and he wants you to be in his family. He loves you so much. So how is Christianity different? Well, number one, Christianity is really not a religion. It's a relationship with God. You know, there's, there's no other way that we can have this relationship, this intimacy with God, but through Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. It's about a relationship with God. And it, actually more than that, it's about oneness with God. He brings us into oneness with him. You see, when Jesus died on the cross, he paid the penalty for your sins. He died so you could live. He died so you could have access to the Father and so that you could come into a relationship of, of intimacy and oneness with the Father. You know, Jesus said, I am the true vine and you are the branches. So through Jesus, we're connected to the life of God and we can walk in that life and we can experience God. You know, uh, Jesus, the Son, the Son of God came to earth and lived physically on this earth. And then he went to the cross and died for us so that we could become sons and daughters of God, so that we could be in the family of God. Now, everybody is, a, you know, is, comes from the Father originally, but there was a sin in the original family. Adam and Eve sinned, and there came a separation from God and sin came on the human race and death by sin. And so that's why we needed a savior and that's why Jesus came. In um, 1 Peter 3.18, it says that Jesus suffered and died once, the just for the unjust, to bring us to God. He died to bring us to God and he paid the price. But not only did Jesus die he rose again, amen, and he's alive today, and he is a living savior, so if you look at the founders of any religion on the earth, you know, they they may have taught many wonderful things, and, and been powerful leaders, and there, there, there may be some very good aspects from them, but there's only one who's still alive, <laughs> you know, the others are in the grave, Amen. But Jesus rose and came out of the grave. Amen. And he is alive today and we can have relationship with him today. Amen. So Christianity is really not a religion. The word religion is used only once in the Bible 
and it's used in a reference to kind of the outworking of what, what our experience should be as Christians. He says, pure religion and undefiled is this, to visit the widows and the fatherless in their affliction and to keep yourself unspotted from the world. So it's talking about a life of holiness and purity uh, in this world, which we are to do. But the only way we could ever do that is through Christ living in us and through us. The Bible said, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So actually, Christ comes into you when you decide to follow Jesus. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will send you another comforter. Now that's talking about the Holy Spirit. And then <clears throat> later in that same, this is also in the same chapter, in the 14th chapter, he says, and I'll just, I'll just find it here. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that love me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And then he says, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and the Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode in him. So <clears throat> Jesus, you see, said that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are going to live in you. Now that's powerful. God wants to live in you. Praise God. And if you've ever asked Jesus to be Lord of your life with sincerity, God lives in you. Amen. And you need to become aware of his presence in you. And today, if you have not taken that step to invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior and open your heart to him, then you can do that today. Praise God and everything can change for you. Because there is a difference, you see. There is a difference. It, and, and I'm not talking to you about joining a church, joining a particular church. You should have a church. You should go to church. You should receive the teaching of the Word of God. But I'm talking about receiving Him. A person. I'm talking about the person. You see, I'm talking about receiving Jesus. You can read about Jesus, by the way, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to see what He's like. You know, he healed the sick and set the captives free. He loved sinners. Amen. He, the religious leaders were upset with him because he was always having lunch with uh, tax collectors and sinners and people that were not godly. But you see, when they came in contact with him, then they had a desire to be godly and to do what was right. And that's what happens when, when we come in fellowship with God through Jesus Christ then we have a desire to live right. We have a desire to do what's right. He changes us from the inside out. And, and that's why, you know, politics can't save anybody. Amen. Uh, education is good, but it can't save anybody. Amen. Uh, physical therapy, working out, going to the gym, it's good, but it can't save anybody. Amen. It can help you. It can help you be more healthy. But only Jesus saves. <laughs> And so that's why we preach this message. We're not here with an agenda. Our only agenda is to let you know that Jesus is alive and he loves you and he died for you and God wants you to come to him through Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're talking today about what's different about Christianity. The second thing is, and I guess we've already talked about this, Jesus has made the way for you to come to God. He has made the way. You know, I, I live here uh, 
near Minneapolis, Minnesota, but I'm about a half an hour away, half hour, 35 minutes. There's a way to get to Minneapolis. In fact, there are several ways I could take different paths. And so that's what we're talking about when we say a way. There's a way. Jesus is the way. And also, He also says in John chapter 10, I am the door to the sheepfold. I am the way. I am the door. I am the way. You know, because of sin, the door has been closed. But because of Jesus, the door is opened. Amen. And the way is made for you to have fellowship with the creator of the universe. And he loves you. That's why he sent Jesus. That's why he's... You see, what's different about Christianity is that God initiated this relationship. You know, it's not about you just trying so hard to get there because he wants you in his presence. We come, it says in Hebrews, by a new and living way, which he's consecrated uh, through his own flesh and through the blood of Jesus Christ. When Jesus hung on the cross, his blood was shed. God's blood was shed on the cross for you. When I came to the Lord in 1977, after I... Uh, said yes to him he spoke those words to me precious is the blood of the lamb which was shed for you see Jesus is the lamb of God and uh, in many places in many cultures there's sacrificial offerings and so forth but he was the sacrifice to end all sacrifices you don't need any more sacrifices now that Jesus has come he shed his blood once for all and through that blood, there's forgiveness for us through the, through the blood of Jesus. And God makes a covenant with us to forgive all our sins and to write his laws in our hearts and to be our God, to be our Father. So that is very, very powerful. And the covenant makes us one with God. You know, what? what is salvation? What is eternal life? Well, the Bible said, this is life eternal that you, that he, that you might know him the Father, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he sent. I want you to know Jesus is wonderful. Praise God. He changed my life. I mean, praise the Lord. I, I've never been the same since the Lord came into my life, you know. I was on drugs. I was seeking. I was running after various uh, philosophies and Eastern religion and different things. We were doing mantras and transcendental meditations and we were even trying to get close to God by smoking marijuana. And you know, there's religions around the world that include different drugs. Peyote, for example, is one that's considered a part of a religion. But you know, these are all substitutes for the real thing. Because when I found Jesus, I didn't need any more drugs. I didn't need transcendental meditation. Amen. I just needed Jesus. And I needed his word. I feed on his word. Amen. And I, I just enjoy the Holy Spirit. I drink of the Holy Spirit every day. And uh, you don't need drugs anymore. You don't need religion. You just need Jesus. Amen. And he changes our lives in a powerful way. He said, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. Where is truth? <clears throat> truth is Jesus. And he said, I will, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So I just want to eliminate this concept. Oh, there's many paths to God. There's many truths and they're all good. And 
you know, I, I believe we should definitely be tolerant to one another. Hey, Amen. If you believe different, differently uh, than me, I, I'm not against you. I love you. Praise God. And I don't know it all, but I do know Jesus. Amen. And I know what he's done in my life and I know what he'll do in your life because he is the way, the truth and the life. Praise God. He is the life. You see, Jesus not only died for your sins, but he was buried and he rose from the dead. And the Bible tells us that he ascended into heaven and he's at the right hand of the throne of God and he sent forth the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit brings us life. When you accept Jesus, you become born again. Amen. Jesus told uh, a religious leader named Nicodemus, he said, you must be born again. He also said to him, Except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So you see, until we receive Jesus, we're blind. We cannot see. But when Jesus comes into our heart, we begin to see spiritually. Jesus made the statement, He that follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You want to have light? You want to see things spiritually? You know, and and I know, you know, this is all things that people in their spirituality, you know, new age spirituality, for example, well, we, we, we see light, we see, but you see, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. And you know, this is just coming to mind here, you know, that I was thinking about how Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I was thinking about the truth. You know, what, what does that really mean? And, you know, I was thinking about it and it just seemed to come to me the thought that because he's the truth, there's also lies. There's also deception. There's things that many people believe, whole groups of people believe that are not true because Jesus is the truth. Amen. Any spirit that doesn't confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is a wrong spirit. It's not from God. Amen. God's spirit speaks truth. He is, in fact, the spirit of truth. But Jesus told Nicodemus, except you be born again, you cannot see. You see, there's blinders on people's eyes. Blinders, maybe because they've been taught something all their life over and over and over again. For example, now, I'm talking about even in, quote, what you would call Christian churches. Sometimes people are taught, well, if you go to church enough, and if you pay this amount of money into the offering, and if you, you know, do these certain rituals, then you will go to heaven. Now, don't misunderstand me. These, going to church is good. I believe in tithing. I'm a tither. I give offerings. Praise God. <laughs> and I believe in communion. I believe in baptism. I believe in doing the things that the Bible said that we should do. Amen. But what saves us is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It's being born again. Jesus said, you must be born again. Well, you say, well, how, how can I be born again? I've, I've been born once, but how could I possibly be born again? Well, that's what Nicodemus said. He says, can I go into my mother's womb a second time and be born again? No, Jesus wasn't talking physical 
birth. He was talking a spiritual birth. He says it's like the wind that comes. You know, it's like the spirit comes. The spirit comes into your life. Amen. The Holy Spirit comes into your life and lets you know you're a child of God. Amen. Now, how does that happen? What's your part in that? Well, first of all, God's done his part. He sent Jesus to die for your sins. Amen. So you could be exonerated of every sin. You could have eternal life through him. And he rose from the dead and he sent forth the Holy Spirit. He brings conviction into our life. I pray that you're receiving that conviction right now that you need Jesus. And so he's done his part. He's made the way. He's opened the door for you to have eternal life. You know, he's made the way. Just come on in. What's your part? Well, believe. Believe. Believe that Jesus died for your sins personally. And he rose from the dead. And then turn away from sin, uh, from anything that's false, and receive Jesus as the Lord of your life. And that's what it means to follow him. He that follows me will not walk in darkness. So in other words, you choose to become a follower of Jesus. Now in my case, you know, I had I had a drug, drug habit, you know, I was drinking and I knew that God was dealing with me about those things. And, and the Lord spoke to me, sitting in a pickup truck. By the way, you can get born again in a pickup truck, in case you didn't know. Or right where you are right now, watching Tom Shanklin on YouTube. But he spoke to me and he said these words, turn from the things of the world. Well, what does that mean? Does it mean turn away from the mountains and the trees? And No, no, no. It's talking about the philosophy of the world, the control of the world, the sin of the world. Turn. When I heard God say that, I just lifted my hands and I said, yes, Lord. And when I said that, my whole life changed. I have never been the same since that moment in time. The Holy Spirit came in my life, flooded me with his glory, changed my outlook, my attitude, my mindset, my heart supernaturally delivered me from drugs and alcohol, set me on a course that brought me to this place here today. And I tell you, he loves me. <laughs> and he loves you so much that he wants you to experience him. You see, being a Christian is not only about going to heaven, it's about living with God today. It's about knowing him today, having that relationship with him today. And God loves you so very much. And he wants you to come to him. So I want to invite you to pray a prayer with me. To invite him to be the Lord of your life. And if you've never done this, just bow your heart before him. I didn't say bow your head. You can bow your head too. You can get on your knees, whatever you want to do. But bow your heart, humble your heart. And say these words. Say, Dear Father, I thank you for Jesus. I believe he died for me. And I believe he rose again. And today I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I turn from sin and I say, yes, Lord, I belong to you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Change me. Make me your child. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise God.
Well, so good to be with you today. I hope you enjoyed the the message. Uh, I sure enjoyed bringing it to you. It's good news. It's not bad news. It's not about beating you up over your religion. It's letting you know that God has a way for you to know him personally. And we do encourage you to get involved in a good church where the Bible is preached. And listen to the word of God. Listen, listen to our broadcast too. And whoever it is that feeds you good manna, good uh, food from heaven and man I mean spiritual food and uh, just choose to go on with the Lord let somebody know about your decision and uh, you'll be blessed praise God I want to encourage you to get on our website shanklinministries.org you can use the contact there to let us know you've been watching or listening uh, on the podcast whatever uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to iTunes or to uh, podcasts. And, uh, you know, get involved. We just love to hear from you. Okay, so thanks so much for watching or listening. Love you. Bless you.